from the KMNN studios, this is the Kids Morning News Network. Welcome to Tuesday. It's February 6th, 2024, the 37th day of this new year. I'm Alex in the KMNN studio in New York. It's National Chopsticks Day. Do you know how to use them? They've been used in Asian kitchens for more than 3,000 years. A little later on, I'll give you a quick lesson. There's a new champion in the space race, cosmonaut Oleg Kononenko. In his five trips to the International Space Station, the Russian has now spent a total of more than 878 days in orbit. That, by the way, was the previous record set by another Russian back in 2015. That's almost two and a half years. Kononenko is still up there, by the way, increasing his lead every single day. He's expected to reach the 1,000-day mark by the time he comes home. But he's not in any rush. He said, I fly into space to do what I love, not to set records. Yesterday, if you listened to the show, you know it was the birthday of the man who broke Babe Ruth's home run record, Henry Aaron. Today, coincidentally, it's Babe Ruth's birthday. He was born in Baltimore in 1895 and grew up mostly in an orphanage where he learned to play baseball. He said he played about 200 games of baseball a year while he was a student there. When he was 18, he joined the minor leagues, but within just a few months, he moved up to the majors with the Boston Red Sox. Babe Ruth started as a pitcher, and he was one of the best. Later on, he said he was most proud of his pitching records, but he's mostly remembered today for being a fierce batter. Back then, baseball was kind of a slow game. Runners stole bases and made base hits, but home runs were rare. Babe Ruth changed that. In 1919, he was traded to the Yankees, which wasn't such a good team at the time. On May 1st that year, he slammed his first home run with the team, sending the ball completely out of the stadium. And by the end of that month, he'd set the major league record for most home runs, which only stood until he broke the record again the next month. Fans flocked to Yankee games to see Babe Ruth. The team became a powerhouse. Ruth became a celebrity the game's highest paid player, and the most famous baseball player in history. Happy birthday, Babe Ruth. All right, time for today's riddle. Yesterday's was, I'm full of holes, but I still hold water. What am I? A sponge. Today's brain teaser, always in front of you, can't ever be seen. What is it? Always in front of you, can't ever be seen. What is it? The answer is waiting for you if you listen to the podcast tomorrow. All right, in honor of National Chopsticks Day, we're going to answer the question, how do I use chopsticks? Beginners usually start out on a pair of chopsticks that's joined at one end, like kind of more like tweezers. You can also join the ends of your own regular chopsticks with a rubber band. Take one chopstick and put it in the V between your thumb and index finger. Then rest it on your ring finger. You just have to bend it a little bit. 
put the second one on top of that in the same V, but rest this one on your middle finger, which you also have to bend just a little. Then put the tip of your index finger on top. Keep the bottom one still and lift the top one with your index and middle fingers. Takes some practice, but that's pretty much it. Except for the rules, there are rules with chopsticks. Number one, never put them right down on the table. Always rest them on a dish or something. And never stab them into your food and let them stand straight up and down. And please, whatever you do, don't use them like drumsticks and play a solo on all the dishes. I mean, I know it sounds fun, but... I've got a science question for you. What is the universe made out of? Kind of a big question, I know. If you said the universe is made of matter, stuff we can see and touch, not really, a little bit. At least that's what physicists think. Based on what we can see in distant galaxies, the leading theory is that normal matter makes up only about 5% of the universe. Some of the rest of it is made from what they call dark matter. And most of the universe, more than half of it, is so-called dark energy, which is like the opposite of gravity. Wow. That's kind of mind-blowing, but no one's actually seen this stuff. Scientists are trying, though, and this is how. They speed up atoms, yes, atoms, little teeny tiny atoms around a track and get them going almost as fast as the speed of light. Then they smash them into each other. It's like two Lego cars going the speed of light, smashing head on, and then they watch and see what comes out from the atoms when they're smashed into little bits, checking all the bricks that came out of the Lego cars. So far, they haven't actually found any dark matter or dark energy, but I gotta say, sounds like they're having a lot of fun looking. In today's weather, the atmospheric river is starting to move away from Southern California, bringing its rain and winds into Nevada, Arizona, and Utah. Some rain and snow on the coast in the Northwest, and it looks like there could be some snow or rain in far Eastern Massachusetts and Cape Cod today. Other than that, looks like a good day. I want to end with a poem today. This one's called, When I Heard the Learned Astronomer by Walt Whitman. When I heard the learned astronomer, when the proofs, the figures were ranged in columns before me, when I was shown the charts and diagrams to add, divide, and measure them, when I sitting heard the astronomer where he lectured with much applause in the lecture room, how soon unaccountable I became tired and sick, till rising and gliding out I wandered off by myself in the mystical, moist night air, and from time to time looked up in perfect silence at the stars. I never get tired of looking up at the stars. That's the podcast today. Thank you very much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow. Hope you will be too. From the KMNN Newsroom, this is Alex, signing off. (laughs) 